You know what that sound means? It's game for a movie time where we ask, are you game for a movie? My name is Mike. I am joined by Jill Mitchell and our special guest. Mark has joined us again for our secondary episode of the Oscar nominations. Uh, We are making our predictions. We have also been drinking. You can hear in the first episode uh, what we were drinking. Uh, We're starting this one off with international feature film. The nominees are Drive My Car, Flea, The Hand of God, Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom, and The Worst Person in the World. Uh, I've heard of three of these. Oh, good. (laughs) What three have you heard of? Drive My Car, Flea, and The Worst Person in the World. Mm -hmm. I've heard of two of those, Drive My Car and Flea. Well, yeah, so um, I'll just be, I'll go first then, I guess, that um i've only seen two of these uh and but the one of which i have seen i think is a definite for sure is gonna be drive my car from japan because it's nominated for best picture as well and it's really hard to like yeah no 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 i mean it makes sense if you're nominated for best picture and international feature you're gonna probably at least win international feature I'm sorry, so, Parasite yeah. nominated for international yeah. feature film. Yeah, yes, I know. Okay, yeah. I don't think it's got that. I don't think it's got that momentum though. As no, I've Parasite heard way did. less about Drive My Car than I did about Parasite. And Parasite is, I guess, going for thinking of it as a as a better movie. It's definitely more rewatchable. I think it's an mm-hmm. easier watch. This one's a much more slow one. You have to be much more. But both you have to be invested in. But anyway, point being. I'm going drive my car. I'm going drive my car as well. And I just want to bring up about Parasite because we need to talk about it. Uh, when Parasite won Best Picture, somebody in this chat cried. That was me. <laughs> uh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I was, I, okay. So I didn't guess that one when that happened. I thought it was going to be the 1917. And when that happened, I was, I didn't care. I was so happy that it, Parasite won. It was one of the few good moments of the year 2020 because it happened right before the pandemic hit. So, yep. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to drive my car too, just so we all know. Um, and <laughs> perfect. Jill, just, talk about Flea. Let me hear it. It's yeah. animated. It's nominated actually <laughs> in international feature film, documentary film, and animated films. So it actually is going to be in a two more categories that we're going to see um, coming soon. Um, it sounds, I don't know much about it, but it's animated. And you know what? I like a, I like a cartoon. I think Drive My Car, <laughs> since it will be nominated elsewhere, it probably will win this one. I don't know if it's going to win um, Best Picture overall, but you know, we're, we're, we're now squarely in the part of the, the podcast where we're talking about films I genuinely just have not seen at all. Like Summer of Soul is going to come up and I know of it, haven't seen it. But I bet that's a really good film, and I'll throw my hat in the ring for it to win something. So it I does. think it's a good transition into Mike. It this. does, yes. Documentary oh. feature. Here are the nominees: Ascension, Attica, Flea, Summer of Soul, or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised, and Writing with Fire. And I need it to be Summer of Soul. It was so damn good. You did see that? I you did. did I love it. Yeah, I saw it too. I saw it. Oh uh, my god, I love oh, it. Get back. Too long to be nominated? Oh no, I, that's where it, I think that's because it was one of those weird issues where it was like also a TV show kind of thing as oh, well that's as a right. movie. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I guess it yeah. was, maybe it'll get it maybe got an Emmy nomination. Yeah, oh, I was more surprised to uh, the rescue didn't get one. That one from uh, Disney Plus, uh, which was about the rescue of those uh, that soccer team of twelve year old boys and. Yeah, uh, the well, maybe or Elon something. Musk has his hands in the in the academy, and he's like, I don't want to be reminded yeah. of how I f- totally failed at helping. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> that's all. Like, that's I'm really happy those right. kids were it's saved, but point. that's it's a shame that that's the element of the that that affair that I remember is that Elon, my opinion of Elon, like further bottomed out because he okay. doesn't know the word no. <laughs> <laughs> So Summer so, of Soul, the music was yes. amazing. <laughs> the storyline yeah. was great. Right? I absolutely loved it. I'm 100% for it. That's what I'm going to pick just based on Love Alone. Uh, it might not win. I don't care because I absolutely loved it. It's one of my favorite movies of last year. 
And we, we talked about this category without bringing up Questlove. And I feel like that's a big part of why this movie has so much fanfare around it. Right. People love Questlove from the roots. Mm -hmm. And yep. I feel, and Summer of Soul is the favorite, not a heavy favorite. Um, it's minus 250 and Flea's number two at plus 200. Okay. Uh, but Summer of Soul is my pick as well. And fingers crossed it would become, I believe, the first um, film ever in Oscars history to be referred to as a John. And that is a very yeah. Philadelphia slang. And yeah. yes, Questlove calls it his John. <laughs> so yeah. just like Spike Lee has joints, Questlove has Johns. Johns. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I would say I'm still saying Summer Soul too. That was in like my top five of last year. It was phenomenal. But I will say also watch out for Flea too, because as we know, it's going to be, it's got one more category we're doing here soon in animated. And honestly, I think documentary because it, it's nominated all three, which is like a first for any movie, which That's is really very cool. rare. Yeah. 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 And there's also so there could be a way of wanting to spread love for it and saying, well, we hate to leave it, you know, going home empty handed. There's also the fact of what the subject is about that it could kind of relate in a sense to what's happening in Ukraine right now. Mm -hmm. Um so I'd say watch out for that. I still think it's going to be summer. So also I did see Attica. Attica was a tough watch, a good okay. watch, but a so yeah. But That's summer of so is my pick. I looked mm -hmm. it up because I was curious to see if it got nominated for um, both international and animated Waltz with Bashir. But mm -hmm. um, I think it was only nominated for the, the international. Yeah. It was then. I've been needing to. Uh, that's that's been a yeah. That's a movie I've been needing to see for a it's long time. It's very very good. Um, with very regards good. to the films in this category, Summer of Soul is also my pick. I have not seen oh. it, but I really 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 wanted to. I just never got around to doing it. Mm -hmm. It's um, on Hulu now, I think. Yes, it is. I, I it think is. it's also. Is it also on Disney Plus or is it just Hulu? I think it's just Hulu. Okay. I've only seen yeah. it on Hulu, but I haven't looked for it on Disney+. Okay. Yeah, I haven't looked for it. Yeah, I need but... to sort out my access to Hulu. I ha Someone I know has it. I just need to get the login info. Um, but I wouldn't be I... shocked because it's been nominated that it would be on Disney+. Plus. Okay. I thought I saw it. Anyway, I, I really want to see it. I, I think that the, besides just what the story is, the, the music will be phenomenal. Literally one of my favorite lines in a movie last year was all about um it's the summer of 69 and it is on Disney Plus. Yes. There you go. Um it's the summer of 69 and they were asking people at the festival about landing on the moon. And it still relates to me today where the guy goes, Why do I care about landing on the moon? We still got problems here. Yeah. And That's, uh yeah. Oh, it stuck with me. Oh my god, I'm getting chills. All right, I need to stop talking about this movie. Not because of anything, but because I love it. Uh, best animated feature. All that right. is what we are doing. Animated feature. Jill, you're going to get us started after I name the nominees because I know this is you. Uh, animated feature film. The nominees are Encanto, Flea, Luca, The Mitchells vs. the Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. All right. Well, I've seen four out of the five. Um, mm -hmm. The only one I have not seen is Flea. I will start with the film that I will be pissed if it wins, and that would be Raya and the Last Dragon. <laughs> I have now seen it, and I am not a fan. That would It's not a horrible movie by any means, but it is by far the only Disney movie that comes to mind where the film actively hates its protagonist. Um, I, I don't that. think that film is that. worthy of the award. Um, if I could have it my way... I would love to see the Mitchells versus the Machines win. I think the story is fantastic. I think the humor is great. I think the message about getting older and the relationships you have with your family and how they evolve and how reminding you that even if your family is weird and somewhat dysfunctional, you still love each other and that we all make sacrifices for our art or for our family and that's how we show love. I, I think it's a really great film. I do think it, the actual winner will likely be in Canto because it's such a juggernaut that it would probably be an upset if it didn't win. Um, I think Luca, if um, the Mitchells versus the Machines wasn't on here, as well as in Canto, I think Luca would also be a really great contender. 
but I think it's just getting overpowered by some other big heavyweights. So Mitchells versus the Machines is who I'd love to see win. I actually think it'll be Encanto. Yeah, I think think you said it. (laughs) No, I mean, I think Encanto is the favorite here. Um, From the odds that I'm looking at, Mitchells and the Machines is number two on this uh, um, betting odds. Um, My only red flag with Encanto, and I don't want to get too heavy with this, is there potential for backlash against Disney uh, based on Bob Chapek's stance or initial stance on the Don't Say Gay Bill? So that is the one time where I could see backlash against Disney as a company shows up in this award ceremony. And this is obviously a category that Disney traditionally, whether through Pixar or Disney animation itself, has dominated. I think it'd be really interesting. Uh, But would it go to Mitchell's versus the machines? I'm not sure. I don't feel that confident. So I am ultimately going to pick Encanto, but I'm just going to plant that seed in everyone's thoughts here. I think think the thing what's going on with JPEG is... I, I, I would hope that especially, you know, if this if Encanto had more queer themes in it and then it won in contrast to what uh, has come out with Chapek and the Disney company, I think that would be where the controversy is just like how did how do they just win an award for a film where it's all window dressing? That's not the case. Um, yeah. I also do think that Encanto was probably in production long before Chapek took control. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. And like I know yeah. it, it doesn't stop start and stop and end with JPEG, but um, I, I wouldn't want them to decide not to give it to Encanto just because it's like, oh, we're gonna make a stand, and this is the this is the goat, this is the sacrificial goat that we're gonna we're gonna do, and then th- that was that was the the hill they died on. And it's like, no, I rather have if you're gonna take to Disney to task, do it in a far more meaningful way than just denying them a, a statue. I'm with you. I just want to stir the pot a little bit. <laughs> I want Mitchell's versus Machines to win just because of the Furby scene alone. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Mitchell's versus Machines. I, I think it has a chance, at least, with Lord and Miller lately, um, especially with uh, Spider-Verse doing so well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a chance that it could just keep going. I think it's going to probably be in Kanto, but I am hoping and I am going to put on my official sheet Mitchell's versus machines. So I'm just going to try to overlook what Jill said, because out of all these five, my actual favorite was Raya and the last dragon. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you got to explain we can, that to we me. Can, we can, we can, we, well, we can, but I know we got more categories to go through. So <laughs> this, could, this could do it. We could do that another way. That's also, is that a way of me saying, Hey, I can come on the show again? Probably. Um, but <laughs> Um, no, I think, um, it's, uh, my pick is for Encanto, but I would not be surprised if Mitchell's versus the machines pulled off an upset. Mitchell's versus the machines is the better movie. I think I thought, um, but I do think like before with Encanto, the constant, you know, soundtrack going through everyone's head the last, however long is probably going to be there for them to vote for Encanto. So makes sense. Uh, makes yeah. sense. I would also say that it, it's similar with like Luca. It really comes down to the year that these films come out and what else they're or they're up against. Because another year with different films in there, like Despicable Me Three or uh, Hotel Transylvania Four, and then like Raya or Luca, it would be very obvious who wouldn't win. And then it would be uh, neck to neck. Would it be Luca or would it be Raya? But when you've got other films in there that better um <laughs> it's hard get ready for minions two this summer oh and puss yeah. in boots something oh and dc league of super pets uh all right so we move now to uh writing adapted screenplay uh the nominees are coda drive my car dune the lost daughter and the power of the dog so it should be noted that, as we said before, we were recording this on Saturday. The one um, one of the precursors that has not happened yet are the Writers Guild Awards. And those are definitely something to take into play. So at least for me, my prediction will not be finalized. Now, sometimes it's weird because the WGAs is weird because sometimes you're not eligible to be 
nominated for it because you're not a member of them. Like Quentin Tarantino is not a member, so he was never nominated for a WGA, which is weird when you think of it. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> yeah. So for me, um, I'll just say quickly, it's um, a lot of logic is going towards Power of the Dog, mm-hmm. which is kind of where I'm going at. But again, I got to wait until the WJ comes out because I'm really thinking there could be a strong case for Coda, which is a movie mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be talking about later on. And what's interesting there, Mark, is that the Power of the Dog is not nominated at all for uh, the WGAs. Correct. And yeah. Coda is. Exactly. So I, I'm personally going to pick Power of the Dog here. I think this is where the momentum starts to swing in their favor in the awards show and ultimately leads to, you know, the big one. But if Coda were to win this category, look out. I think that uh-huh. could completely lead the direction of what we see in Best Picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree, 100%. What else? Jill, <laughs> no, Jill no. and I are trying to figure out who goes next. Because... <laughs> uh, the only, there's only one here that I've seen. I don't know if Dune wins for adapted screenplay. Like, I will tip my hat to adapting the whoever adapted the source material. Um, that must not have been easy because they needed to keep the fan. They wanted to honor the fans of the original source text, but they also needed to fix bits of it for you know updating it um i don't really know much about coda um or the lost daughter um i did the thing that you're not supposed to do if you really like movies i wikipedia the plot for the power of the dog because i knew i was not gonna have an opportunity to see it but i really wanted to know what it was about i still i will still see it and i'm sure i will still enjoy it nonetheless um I agree with Mitchell. I would say that this is probably the start of where uh, the Power of the Dogs uh, award tr- uh, momentum is going to begin. Um, so it, I'm going to say the Power of the Dog, but I would be surprised if Dune took it. I wouldn't be disappointed. Just, well, okay, they went there. Okay, so just to be clear, Jill, when we get to the acting categories, are you going to be like, I'm going to go for Benedict Cumberbatch because from what I read in Wikipedia, his performance sounded so cool. No, well, I wouldn't say it sounded cool. It sounded complex. Gotcha. I'm just making sure you're not relating entirely on Wikipedia. No, yeah. I'm not relying on okay. Wikipedia for calls. Also, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch is a good is a good actor, regardless what you put him in. And a dual so. cucumber patch. <laughs> so I, I can abstain from saying anything and when we get to the acting stuff, if that makes people feel better gotcha. for films I haven't right. seen. No, I, I want your opinion. I don't care whether you've seen it or not. Uh, I'm going to say Power of the Dog. Um, that is the one I've seen of this list. Um, but also because I think it is a very good screenplay. I think there are very good moments that are caught in this. Um, It's funny. I wish you guys didn't go first because I probably would have been stuck between Dune and the power of the dog. Now you got me thinking Coda. So that's why I'm like fully in the power of the dog mode. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I think for the rest of the way, sorry, experts, shut the fuck up. (laughs) <laughs> until That's we get fine. to you because and i mean that in the best way possible yeah, let it let us let the plebs say let the plebs go yes because <laughs> you threw me on this category originally i was probably going to go dune but you threw me to power of the dog um obviously i would have made my decisions after this episode and i would have probably changed it but just for this thing alone I'm guessing, yeah, okay. I needed to go and see our list, but I was guessing original screenplay was next. Original screenplay, uh, Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, The Worst Person in the World. I'm going to go Licorice Pizza. Um, I think this is when they start taking over as well. Um, And Paul Thomas Anderson, the movie looked crazy insane and everything but it looked like paul thomas anderson you saw a trailer for it and you knew what you were getting into um i I had an argument for king richard but now looking again i'm thinking licorice pizza i'll also say licorice pizza um i haven't seen any of the films in this category i want really wanted to see licorice pizza 
but um, primarily based off of the trailers, I think I saw the definitely the first one that they dropped, maybe the second one. Um, everything about it looked like a film I would really like. And the story um, seems like a classic Paul Thomas Anderson story. Um, so Agreed. that's who I would throw it to. Agreed completely on that one. All right, experts, yeah. now you can go. So uh, I'm going to go PTA as well for Licorice Pizza. He's been nominated for an Oscar. I'm just looking at IMDb now 11 times. And that's including this year's nominations. And I feel like he finally gets his Oscar trophy here. I'm not sure if he'll ever win a Best Director, but this is one of those awards where the Academy looks and says, hey, you may not be a Best Director guy for us, but you are someone who could win for Best Screenplay. They've done this with Tarantino, uh, most notably. Recently, they've done this with Spike Lee um, for Black Klansman a few years back. He has been nominated for his writing in Boogie Nights, Magnolia, There Will Be Blood, Inherent Vice, which is a movie that not a lot of people loved, um, but he still got a nomination anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting he got nominated. He didn't win for There Will Be Blood because that that's a fantastic film. That was a that was a really tough year. That yeah, I was gonna say I I don't remember what other films it was. Was that two thousand six? I think about oh seven oh seven. So I think it was uh, No Country for Old Men. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Tough year, very tough year. Yeah, against yeah. the Coens, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's tough. But um, yeah, Licorice Pizza for me. Mark, what do you think? Uh, I've seen four out of these. Uh, the I never got around to Worst Person in the World, which I've heard uh, many a good things on. I think it is potentially a two-way race in a sense between Licorice Pizza and Belfast. Uh, Brana is also someone who has not uh, won before, but in the end, I would be going with licorice pizza as well, too, if I had to. So, yeah. Okay, I'm not finding it. Um, I was trying to find the... All right, so I was trying to find the nominees for that year. It's it's all good. We'll move on. Um, yeah. yeah, we're going to go to... Where am I? Yep. Best Supporting Actress. We get to the big stuff now. Yes. Um, and not because we think anything... Uh, about the categories doesn't deserve love or anything like that. But let's face it, when you get into your Oscar pools, these are the big ones. So actress in a supporting role, we have Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter. We have Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. Uh, Judy Dench for Belfast. Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog. And I'm not going to get this right for King Richard. okay i actually feel all right with that one um i happen to know the best odds for this one i would have yeah. probably voted for somebody else but jill why don't you go first and then i'll tell the best odds that i think would win so the based off of just what I've heard, I've heard um, Kristen Dunst, Kristen Dunst in The Power of the Dog is fantastic. And I've also heard really great things for Ariana Bois for um, West Side Story. I haven't really heard any other buzzes for the other uh, nominees. So just with those two, um, I'm actually going to give it to Ariana. Um, I heard, because she, she doesn't play uh, Maria. She plays... Um, the uh, Anita Anita thank you um she plays Anita and those are big shoes to fill so the fact that I'm hearing really great things and that she's seen Steeler you know why not I think this might have been one of her first films too so let's see let's hear let's give it to the new talent so I think the odds are with Ariana DeBose I could be very wrong uh that's my vote uh Kirsten Dunst was excellent in Power of the Dog Anjanou Ellis I heard great things in King Richard I mean, all of these women deserve the love they got. Um, I don't know if there's anybody on this list I would have replaced any of them with, but Ariana DeBose is who I think is going to win um, just based on what I've heard. Oh, I will, I will take it back. Ariana, this is not her first, her first movie. She's actually in the prom, which in a former, a previous episode oh, no. I ripped apart. She's not yeah, good in the I prom. I remember that. She's I remember not good that. in the prom. Uh, I but remember she- 
Yeah, I remember that episode. I was going to be like, yeah, was it really that bad? I yes. thought it wasn't. I didn't think it was horrible, horrible, but okay. Anyway, I, the, the TLDR, don't make plans with someone. And if the second person in the group is not into the idea, then don't do them. That is the, the best way to describe it. Um, but yeah, the, the I've, I've just heard really great things for her role as Anita. So all right. Stick there. I'm a rookie. TLDR. What does it mean? Too long, didn't read. Too long, didn't read. Oh, yeah, yeah that's Wait, gonna happen for a minute. I didn't know that. No, no, I, I always see it. I kind of figured what it is. I'm, but I'm, I use that expression with my students all the time because I can tell that they just don't want the long explanations. So I'm like, TLDR, you click this button and then your search will be done for you. Too long, didn't read. Sorry. Thank you for asking, Mike. I had no idea. Either. I had no oh, clue. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I had no clue. Oh, I, me and Jill I, were just on a different yeah, plane of existence, exactly. I guess. Tech savvy, I guess. Uh, <laughs> all right. You two need to decide your actress in a supporting role. Mark, I'm not sure about you, but I think this category is pretty straightforward. Ariana DeBose. It is. It, yeah. 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 It's, um, it's, uh, this is, so I've been doing this, predicting these for like, since like the year 2000 or so, since I was like 13. And <laughs> there are a few of the categories that I can kind of remember uh, knowing how I did each year. And looking back, this is the category I actually have, I probably have the best track record with. And I don't think it's going to end this year. Ariana DuBose is definitely the front runner here. Like Joe was saying, she had to fill the shoes of Rita Moreno from the original is far from any sort of easy task. Um, and yet she managed to do it. Um, yeah, she, she's, it'd be a shock if anyone else won this. That was not Ariana DeBose. Yeah. And Rita Moreno won her Oscar for this yeah, same I was gonna role. Say, yes. this is, there's yeah, a legacy okay, yep. to uh, yeah. the role of Anita. So mm -hmm. we'll see if, if, uh, yeah. if the same thing happens again. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're all on the same page. Let's go actor in a supporting role. Our nominees are Kieran Hines, Troy Kotsur, Jesse Plemons, J.K. Simmons, and Cody Smith-McPhee. You can start this one, Mike. Okay, so everything I've heard about this one, I don't know the odds on this one. I knew the Ariana one. I don't know the odds on this one. Um... The fact that Jesse Plemons and Cody Smith McPhee are nominated together, I think almost cancels them out. For uh, Power I, of the Dog. You yes, for you, Power of the yeah, Dog. I'm sorry. Yes. All right. So Kieran Hines from Belfast, Troy Kotsur for Coda, Jesse Plemons and Cody Smith McPhee from Power of the Dog and J.K. Simmons from Being the Ricardos. I didn't know J.K. Simmons was in Being the Ricardos. Likewise. So, <laughs> yeah. So that, that says no. Uh, Kieran Hines, I'm sure, is great. But that the mental mind games I'm playing make it Troy Kotsur for Coda for me. Um, I've heard nothing but great things. Um, but really, I, I'm going process of elimination here more than anything else. And I think that's fine when you make your predictions because honestly, that probably leads you with what's the best. The fact that I didn't know J.K. Simmons was in being the Ricardos is already enough to be like, nope, mm-mm. Um, I'm, I think I know why, uh, with regards to the two actors from power of the dog, they're both put into supporting. They wanted to pave the way for one person in particular, um, from, and that's based off of just what I, uh, what I now know of the plot and all of that. I would have, I would have thought that at least Cody Smith McKee McPhee would have been also, um, he seemed more like a main character than a supporting one. Um, I did hear fantastic things though, about both Jesse Plemons and Cody's performances, so a part of me doesn't even want to pick and just say it's going to go to someone from Power of the Dog. Um, <laughs> but I'll give it to Cody um, just from what, I, based off of what I've heard and what I know. What I know. Um, but I do, if it's true that the reason they put them both here so they could clear the path for Benedict to get an Oscar, maybe. I don't know if that's totally fair. That you know, I think credit should be given even if it's kind of you know, give, give them the full credit. Don't be like, oh, well, we did this so we could ensure one, but don't worry. We, we, we're still going to acknowledge you, but you're not getting the nomination you probably should have gotten. That's just me. So I think Power of the Dog 
is essentially going to split the votes for itself here, which mm-hmm. in my opinion is going to clear the way for Troy Cutts or for Coda. Um, that's my pick here. And also just on the performance itself, I had just watched it last night. So a little recency bias, but you want to talk about characters that just pop off the screen that feel real and seem kind of like a good hang. Like, I really wish I would know someone like this in real life. Uh, but Troy Kotsur, I thought was incredible in Coda, one of my favorite parts of the movie. Um, so he is going to get my, my nod here for supporting actor. I think it should also be mentioned that it that it doesn't always split the vote uh, many years. There there have been years in like the past, like decades ago, where like for The Godfather or something, where they'd have like three of the five nominees. And that would yeah. obviously be a reason why that might split the vote. And even then it might not have. Um, but yeah, I'm going Troy Kotzer too, because as I told Mike beforehand uh, a couple of days ago, when he decided Razor. to take, when he, when he, despite, when I told him he should watch Coda because I think Coda is the best movie of 2021, I still think that he decided to say, no, I'm going to watch Hellraiser instead. <laughs> now, in fairness, now, in fairness, I've not seen Hellraiser, but oh, it's very good. It was I'm interesting. sure it is, but. I'm pretty sure that I would rather like Coda in general. The ending of Coda, Coda's like, I mean, Troy Kotzer, he he also, um, from what I understand too, he's from what I've been seeing also, you know how they also like to give awards to people who can do well at giving speeches. He has been doing really well at giving his speeches and being, you know, kind of humorous and heartfelt at the same time and stuff of that nature and then of course there's the whole he'd be the first male actor death to win an oscar so Mm -hmm. yeah um i'm going troy kotzer here okay i feel good about my pick now (laughs) uh best actress is our next category Mm. if you're watching this, this one is driving me crazy among all the categories this is the one i feel the most oh you got the list right there though just scroll down yeah, there it is. No, no, I had to go back. I accidentally clicked the wrong thing. Okay, so our actress in a leading role, the nominees are Jessica Chastain, Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Coleman, Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart, Spencer. Mike, did you start the last one or did I? I did. I'll start with this one. Okay. So we're in the situation of I have not seen any of these films, but there's one actress whose performance really got a lot of positive feedback and who I think would be a really great story of winning the leading actress role. And that's actually Kirsten Stewart for Spencer. I heard that she was fantastic fantastic as diana and that the film itself is not quite what you think it's going to be yes it is about the life of a week in the life of diana i think it is it's a week um but it's like a high stress tension film and she carries all of that is what i've heard in the performance and i used to really not like Kristen stewart um primarily in the twilight era um, a lot of my dislike of that films got landed onto her lap, but in the last five or so years, her, my opinion of her has turned, done a complete 180, um, and I am now quite a fan. I really enjoyed her in the um, undersea uh, horror film that I'm blanking on its name right now. Underwater. Underwater. I was going to say it's like deep water, but I'm like, that's a different No, it's just underwater. Yeah, Underwater. I really enjoyed her in that, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what else she's doing because it seems that she really just can't, she can't miss now with the films that she's doing. And that she's also like one of the better parts of the Charlie's Angels remake that they did a couple (laughs) years ago. So she made that good. (laughs) That plus the happiest season. Uh, I've seen happy season. I need to. It's very good. Like she, she's very good in it. Delightful. Um, I've ruled two out. Again, it's the uh, process. Uh, Nicole Kidman and Penelope Cruz. I haven't heard anything about Penelope Cruz, and Nicole Kidman just does not look like Lucy to me. I'm sorry if you saw it and you liked her in it. I'm sure she's great. I have no problem with it, but she just doesn't sell the character to me. So I've stuck with the last three. Uh, Jessica Chastain. I've heard is really great. Olivia Coleman, I can't bet against. 
but I am going with Kristen Stewart as well for Spencer. That is um, what I've heard is a life-changing role for her. Um, just more so because now everybody sees Kristen Stewart officially, officially as the good actress she is versus just the girl from Twilight. Um, we've needed these performances and the glow up from the Twilight actors and actresses, um, both her and Robert Pattinson this year finally hit that role. I, Robert Pattinson might've hit it earlier, especially because good time was excellent. But this is the first one for Kristen Stewart that I feel like now she's actually being considered for those excellent roles, not just good, great roles. This is the one that elevates her star status. Yeah, particularly for Kristen Stewart, at least good, great indie roles. I feel like she mm-hmm. became a darling of the indie films yes. for a couple years, too. Yes. But yeah, this is this is the reinvention of Kristen Stewart. I agree. Mark, I'm going to have you go first here. <laughs> yeah so this i know this is easily the one category main category this year that if i miss it i'm not gonna feel bad about because and it was the same last year i think it's even more up in the air uh this year because last year when uh francis mcdormand won you could at least say well she also won because she was in the best picture winner none of these actresses are in of any of the best picture nominees now, I have seen all of them, and I'm so, first off, just going off for what Mike said for Nicole Kidman, she may not have not have looked entirely like Lucy, but she definitely sounded like her. She really yeah, she did definitely had the that voice, voice down. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, in the end, because she's been getting some of more of the precursors and because there's a lot of, a little bit of a it's her time type thing, for now, my vote is going to be going with Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, but again, like I said, this is, if there's one thing you want, you should not take my word on. It's this category. And also going with Kristen Stewart, uh, the, I, I did see that and I know there are a lot of people who didn't like it. I actually did enjoy that movie, which way it took. And honestly, I would she might be my pick here if I were personally voting. The thing is, though, is that she was on a talk show recently and she literally said she does not want to win an Oscar. So, um, yeah, she yeah, said that on that, Jimmy Kimmel earlier this week. Yeah. So, um, I mean, sometimes that doesn't matter. Like back in the 70s, I think it was George C. Scott who won an Oscar, even when he said, I don't want an Oscar. Um, but yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm thinking it'll be Jessica Chastain, but. Definitely do not quote me on that. So the odds, just according to, I'm looking at DraftKings and I'm cross-referencing with Gold Derby. The odds are basically organized like this. Um, the lowest odds, Penelope Cruz. And then tied for third, Kristen Stewart and Olivia Coleman at plus 500. Nicole Kidman is the second favorite at plus 250. And Jessica Chastain, a very, very slight favorite at minus 150. But still the favorite, right? So... She has been getting more of the awards. She got the SAG most recently, which is a big momentum swing for her. And the thing about Kristen, yes, exactly. So she's racking them up in that way. Kristen Stewart, early on, like if you look back to last year, 2021, she was an early favorite to win in this uh, category. But then we see her not get nominated at SAGs and all these other things happen in between. And frankly, people were surprised or uh, the people I've read were surprised that she got this nomination. So do you look at the nomination as her getting recognized by the Academy for what is a very particular take on Princess Diana? Um, And in a movie I personally did not enjoy, but um, the more I think about her performance, the more I thought, wow, she was doing a ton there. And um, it's really remarkable. That's my thing that I've heard about it was the movie is divisive. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. It yeah. is. That that's what makes me a little bit cold for voters saying, you know what, I'm going to vote for this if they don't have a good feeling about the movie. I this is tough. Yeah. Kristen Stewart would be a big swing, and would be a huge or not huge, but it would be an upset, quote unquote, if she were to win. I'm going to go for it. Why not? Mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart. I'm going to put her down for now. Um, but I have the right to reserve it by my opportunity to change. 
as we get closer to Oscar Sunday. Okay. That brings us to best actor, best actor in a leading role. Nominees are Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch for the power of the dog. Andrew you got Garfield. it right. Good job. What? <laughs> you got Benedict's name right. Good job. Oh yeah. Well, the, the joke is on the internet all this time. No, I've said it right every time, except for once, once on purpose. There's a joke on the internet that everybody calls him like Benadryl cucumber patch. They just or... say his name wrong on purpose. <laughs> exactly. There's it's a meme. Uh, Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, and Denzel for the tragedy of Macbeth. I say Denzel because I don't need to say his full name. He is one name. That's him. Yep. Happy he doesn't yep. go by one name though. It's Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, who's one of my favorite actors. So it kills me in the fact that I'm going for Will Smith of all people. Ooh. But King Richard he had to create a character that was based on a real person. And from what I've been told, he did. Um, I have seen two of these Uh, being the Ricardos Javier, I'm sure was great, but I didn't hear anything big about it. Tick, tick, boom. Andrew Garfield, I heard was phenomenal. Uh, I saw Benedict Cumberbatch and knew I loved it, but this year, Will Smith as King Richard is the favorite it's the darling it's the this is the one i had an easier time with just because i've seen all the other awards nominated for him um everybody else has kind of been all over the place so i'm going with will smith man i would have loved if benedict cumberbatch won though i would have loved it power of the dog was so good (laughs) i'm gonna give it to andrew garfield um for tick tick boom i think his portrayal as jonathan larson as you said, it's it is fantastic. He yeah. wears so many different emotional faces throughout the film, and sometimes he's changing emotion within under ten seconds from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. And you know, he is portraying a real person as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's really really clever about the film is that it's the story of Jonathan Larson trying to put together. Um, uh, a, a workshop production of another show that he was working on. I think it was like Subspiria or something like that. This really strange sci-fi thing. And then, so that's like what the main story is. But the way the framing device is this, um, what was originally a one-man mon- uh, one man play called Tick, Tick, Boom, that then they readapted into uh, three people. So Jonathan Larson and then two backup singers. So he's telling his story while performing it. And then you actually see him act out the story. And then there's additional layers of acting and it's, fantastic and something i didn't know was that he could he was not a trained singer they when um when lin-manuel miranda casted him he didn't even know if he could sing and manual yeah manuel (laughs) um so they didn't like you know the fact that they they put their eggs in a basket they didn't even know could could do the thing is insane to me and he you wouldn't know he was not a trained singer he really carries the film so i'd love to see him take it I don't think he will win it. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like everything I'm hearing says Benedict Cumberbatch is the one who's going to walk away with the, the the Oscar, but that just might be the the what I'm the buzz I'm hearing. Um, I did hear really great things about Will Smith. I didn't really hear much about um, Denzel Washington in the tragedy of Macbeth. That movie for me came and went. I totally forgot it even came out. Um, and then Javier Bardem, I just haven't heard much is this his, the, his, is, his role is this one of the first years that three of the best actors are based off of real human beings maybe not uh, well you have to look back so i don't know okay so here's the thing there's a rule with this and i think i cut out there for a second i think my internet cut me out there for a sec i'm sorry um but so every year for like in the past for the pet for 21st century only one year this hasn't happened but every year except for 2016 one of the acting winners has always been for playing a real life person interesting so this is why i'm here for really obscure facts like this but <laughs> no, it, it's it. true it's true so that said and also because of the fact that it's a heavy heavy favorite 
Um, I definitely don't see this going to anyone other than Will Smith for King Richard. That said, though, the one that I was most impressed for, impressed by by far was Andrew Garfield, because I had no idea he could sing. And I mean, sing and get away with it, I guess, in a sense. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, but I think it's it's still Will Smith. It's going to be him. Yeah, I think this is chalk for Will Smith. Uh, minus 800 are his odds here. That's really big odds for him. Benedict Cumberbatch is number two. But the conversation here, which I think is awesome, Andrew Garfield is getting his flowers as an actor uh, over the past see, year. It's the garfield <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I loved him in Tick, Tick, uh, Boom. I loved him as Peter Three in No Way Home. Um, and spoiler, I'm, just so ex- I'm so kidding. Spoiler, <laughs> I am so I, I, I just that's like officially awesome. on digital now. Everybody cannot say spoiler yeah. anymore. Yeah, it's your own and fault now. Uh-huh. It makes me think back to 2010 with Social Network. Um, and there's a in the director commentary of it, yeah, I love that movie. Um, there's a moment uh, where they're at, like, I forgot what the uh, party was but basically it was like a dance and they're playing Niagara Falls like like a video but they're playing Caribbean music it was really weird anyway uh Andrew Garfield comes across the dance floor to meet up with Mark Zuckerberg Jesse Eisenberg and he kind of dances along the way in doing that and um David Fincher is the director of that movie and in the commentary he's just like I didn't tell Andrew to to do this but when I saw him just make his way across the dance floor like that. I'm like, we have a movie star. This is a movie star. And I feel like it has taken a long time to for people like, and this is a guy who's played Spider-Man, but now 10 years later, I think people are recognizing the acting with the charisma of a movie star. And it's just been really cool to see that in Andrew Garfield over the past year or so. Can I also say Hacksaw Ridge was nowhere near yeah. as bad as everybody made it? Because he was awesome. movie was bad? I thought the movie was, bad. I he thought was, the movie was, was middling. Okay. middling okay. i thought it was great in hacksaw ridge too yeah and people thought that movie was middling like just just forgettable and i think that movie is so much better because of his level yeah, I, yeah. he brought that movie up he, he was good in silence too if you saw that yes i have not seen it but yes i've heard many a great thing about it from about him and everything yeah mm-hmm. with hacksaw ridge he made a character that really should have been grating to me like yeah. I respect that he wanted to look at the, the care the act that the, the story is that he didn't want to compromise his morals and his ethics but mm-hmm. like dude <laughs> but somehow or another Andrew Garfield's performance overrode how annoying or like kind of frustrating that that could be so yeah, yeah no I'm, I'm here for it all right we're at our second to last category it's directing best director uh the nominees are Belfast for Kenneth Brownig drop Brano. Yeah. Fuck yourself. Drive <laughs> uh, <laughs> my car for Reyusuke Hamaguchi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Am you I wrong get on that, that one? one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That that's weird. But go ahead. I'm, I'm really <laughs> good with Japanese names usually. That's every no, I'm actually really good with Japanese names. Uh, Licorice Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson, The Power of the Dog, Jane Campion, and West Side Story, Steven Spielberg. I just said that one on purpose. Why did you say it like a New Yorker? Because I said it wrong on purpose. Because now you don't know what what I was doing. We never know what you're doing. But anyway. That's fair. Honestly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's fair. Hey, I'm going to need another beer soon too. So let's let's make this quick. (laughs) Yeah. You're starting us off, man. I Mm. thought I started off last time with Will Smith. I thought I started off with Andrew Garfield. Fine. Power of the Dog, Jane Campion. Okay. Still, bingo bongo buddy bingo bongo done uh no power of the dog it deserves all the love because that movie was excellent and jane campion was the big reason why um i thought about paul thomas anderson because of licorice pizza i thought about belfast because of kenneth Branagh, brana whatever mustache origin story um but Power of the Dog is my winner for that one. And more so because of a spoiler alert for later in this okay. program. I mean, there's not much more to go. So You can probably guess it at this point. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to give it to Paul Thomas Anderson just because I, I have seen a lot of his films and I've always enjoyed them thoroughly. And I loved the way this movie looked from the, and this is all based off the trailer stuff. I just, I loved all the elements that I saw coming through that. Um, and it's definitely on my list of, I really want to watch it. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the power of the dog is the one that actually walks away, walks out with the Oscar for best director. There's just so much momentum behind this film right now. Um, I really haven't heard much about Belfast, West Side Story. In a, in a different year with different films, I could see Steven Spielberg walking away with it, but I think he's got too much competition to be to be a darling for it. And then I, I just can't say anything about Drive My Car. I don't know anything about it other than it's like three hours. So my thing with Steven Spielberg, and he's one of my favorite directors of all time, but does it feel kind of like in this category, it's just, it, it, this is not, this is going to come out wrong no matter how I say it. It's past him is how I'm phrasing it, but it not- need an Oscar. <laughs> Well, that's yeah, he's one of the goats. Yeah. Like yeah. he doesn't need an Oscar to validate his career, you know. Yeah. Especially for a remake. And well, no, and that's that was my point about have... fucking oh my god. Um, mm-hmm, Which mm-hmm. movie? About what? A Star is born. Star Mark, is have born. you seen a Star is born yet? Oh, I have. <laughs> I have. Ah. Yeah, ah. I, I I agree with you. I think it is a bit beneath isn't the right word but i'm sure even steven is just like okay sure i I got nominated and if he were to win i'm sure the speech he has in his pocket besides the thanking of everybody is it's like he'll almost a sense of befuddlement like okay didn't didn't see that coming but here i am this should have gone to much more deserving people um including jane campion who is my pick yeah (laughs) well mike is just mike this is a little late but mike is just off the deep end watch as he dives in i'm there oh i'm fuming about a a star is born i'm fuming about that well we can discuss on how you were mistaken on some of those uh things anyway for time's sake though uh yeah if you're the director's guild winner it's really hard not to win best director it's happened before but not often um yeah it, this is jane campion's uh for me too the one the only thing i will say is she had that one little hiccup recently i don't know if you saw at the critics choice where she was accepting her award and she saw venus and serena williams and she said something that was taken the wrong way where she was basically praising them. It's like, you guys are all stars, but you don't have to play against the, the guys like I do or something like that. Yeah. And that was just like read the wrong way. She ended up apologizing for it. I don't know if that's going to necessarily um, ruin her chances. Um, the only person we know who won't be voting for her will be uh, Sam Elliott, um, as you've probably heard about. You've heard of that, haven't you, Mike, or no? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, what was, uh, yeah, he's not a fan. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it, pure and simple. Yeah, he was also in, he was also in A Star is Born. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. No, so, Mark, you may not have listened to this episode, and I don't blame you if you haven't. Um, I called out <laughs> the fact that I didn't think, um, what's Probably his name? Cooper. Bradley Cooper Cooper. should be nominated for best director because he did a movie that's been remade. This was the fourth seven times. No, it was the fourth fourth time. It has been remade. Yeah. 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 So that was my reasoning. And I got very upset about it because I just don't think a remake should be nominated. And Mitchell called me out on it and I had not seen it at that point. And then he started laughing at me because I had not seen it at that point. Because you dug your heels in so hard on that take. <laughs> I and did. Then, uh, he wasn't was like, even he nominated seen it. for it. Yeah, and he yeah, wasn't was. even nom- not for director. Not yeah, he, was for think, he was for uh, actor. Let's look, yeah, let's look back. Because I think I was complaining that he didn't get nominated for director. I think that, maybe, that was Maybe that complaint. was the reason. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, that's up. fair. If you were, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. fervently against it. And I still am with Spielberg too, just so we're clear. And I love Spielberg. I lo- mm-hmm. absolutely love him. I do not think a remade movie should be nominated for best director. Um, he was not nominated for director. 
for okay right. all right so maybe it was you were arguing about it but whatever whatever the point was you can listen yeah. to that episode i'll find it and put it in here whatever but if he so if funny. best picture would have won he would have the way that it's look it that it is he would have won for best picture he would have walked up there as the director bradley cooper not the actor right. Bradley. exactly cooper. exactly so, and that was that was my thing is i just i i fervently believe that including one of my favorite movies of all time i do not think the departed should have won an oscar because it was based on a story it was recreated by um uh scorsese thank you sorry i'm just like spacing now so that that is my argument with that oh i agree with you that for it depends it depends on the adaptation if it's almost a shot for shot remake of the original, then it is a little sus if a director gets nominated for basically walking the same path that was walked before them. It comes down to what did they what did Spiel what did Spielberg bring to West Side Story that is inherently Spielbergian yes. that is absent from the other. Like and I mean, I've I seen would, the yeah. I've seen the movie Departed is based off of. That's the one I can talk about because it is one of my favorite movies. I love the Departed. That is not the problem. The problem is a lot of it is kind of shot for shot, including the X's over the people that are going to die. Like yeah. that's, you know, that is something he took from that. All right. So, hey, yeah. best picture. We We're made here. it. We're here. We did it. All right. Three here hours are the later. Nominees. nominees for uh, best picture. Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. I think this comes down to there's 10 nominees. Yep. I think there's two legitimate contenders. Okay. And those what are your two are, legitimate contenders. Yes, Power think the Dog is one of them. Power of the Dog is the favorite. And True. Coda. Oh, Coda. Coda, I think, is actually number two. Before we get into basically our picks here, I do want to flag to everyone that the way that Best Picture is voted on is different than all the other categories. Best picture, they use something called preferential voting, preferential balloting, whatever you want to call it. Whereas the other categories, you pick one, you pick your favorite, and that's your vote. For best picture, the members of the Academy rank their choices from one to 10. And basically how it goes, everyone's first choice is uh, is counted first. And if a movie has 50% of the vote already, then it wins. But if it doesn't, they move on to people's second choices and it goes on from there. The, the addition is a little bit more the, complicated. Yeah. They also get yeah. rid of the last place voting one. Too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then it continues on from there. So those who um, had the last choice as their first, their second choice now becomes their first and it goes on from there. Yeah. That right. Academy, the Academy actually made a, we've been, Bad mouthing them for their choices. They actually made a sample video of sorts on their YouTube that actually explains it very well. Yes. Which is nice. So I'll just go first because I've already spoiled it. I'm voting Power of the Dog. Um, I know it's the favorite, fine, dandy, whatever, but that's also the movie I've seen and I love. Uh, I absolutely love the Power of the Dog. I thought it was excellent. Um, it was probably going to be my pick no matter what because I mostly I just haven't seen most of the rest of these. Um, but everything about Power of the Dog was excellent to me and the reason why I think it should win. Mike, I have a question. Is there someone in your past that we don't know of that goes by the name of Bronco Henry? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Uh, I will give you I, I will give you a fun fact about me. So my great, great, great uncle was the first print ad of the marlboro man that's cool oh and which kind of connects to the power of the dog in some way because he's just that like cool cowboy kind of thing quintessential man yeah so you're welcome i'm probably part of the reason why a lot of people have cancer so yeah (laughs) 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 all right Mark, is, I want to hear your thoughts okay. here. Okay, I thought I'd be going last here. I thought so too, because we uh, Jill. Oh, did Jill not go already? Oh, no, Jill, I thought no, okay, done. my bad. I only yeah. heard okay. I hey, thought Mitchell. you already went. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna All go right. or is Mitchell going? I no. really don't care. Jill, you're going. 
All right. Well, this is a really hard one for me to even vote on because there's only one that I've actually seen. I guess you could say I've seen West Side Story, but not this production of it. Um, I You're Dune was great. <laughs> I don't think it's best picture great. Um, if Dune doesn't win anything but best picture. I'd be happy that it got an award for something, but I would be a little annoyed that it was this award where they're maybe the, what, going back to what we were discussing earlier, that logic of, well, they're making a second one. So we don't need to shower it with Oscars, but we'll, we'll give it one little nod. Um, I'm going to guess the power of the dog is going to win. Um, Coda, which I really just don't know much about. Uh, Mitchell said was the top second contender for it. Sure. Um, it would be cool to see Licorice Pizza win as well. I know I'm like just now listing off the list, but um, I'm going to say The Power of the Dog for Best Picture just based off of um, popular opinion. All right, boys, who's who's diving in? I got, got the perfect okay. picture. Well, here's what's happening. Here's, let me cross off some names. The reason why I don't think Dune is a contender is because Denis Villeneuve did not get the Best Director nomination. Which is so ridiculous. Yeah, which is a little weird. Yeah, so you could say Spielberg took his spot. You could say the director for Drive My Car took his spot, whatever. Regardless, he is not in that category. And I think that, in a way, eliminates Dune from being Best Picture. If there is a sequel coming, I think it's going to clean up in the um, below-the-line categories, as we were talking about before. So it will be recognized. And then when I look at something like Coda, the, again, I go back to best adapted screenplay. If we see Coda take that, then it becomes a lot more interesting. However, um, I have the power of the dog winning adapted screenplay. We have Jane Campion pretty much as a group winning best director. I just don't see how those two things working together does not come up with best picture here, but because of preferential voting, Coda is a very likable and enjoyable movie. Uh, Mark, I know it's your favorite from this year. I just watched it last night. Absolutely loved it. The thing about preferential voting. It's no Hellraiser. It's no Hellraiser. (laughs) However, um, it's not so much about everyone's top favorite. It's what's in kind of your top three. Like, what are you most comfortable with? Mm. And that's where you could see a movie like Green Book winning a couple of years ago in a controversial fashion. Um, Mm -hmm. But preferential voting, I think, led to that. So that's where I think there is a slight pathway to victory for Coda, which I only have winning one Oscar with Troy Kotsur and Best Supporting. So I'm giving it to Power of the Dog, but I think it's going to be close. Yeah, and like we said at the beginning of this, uh, of the first episode, how we are doing this on Saturday, so we don't know what the Producers Guild is going to do. The Producers Guild is a huge help in knowing this they're tonight i believe so they if that so right now before knowing what the producers guild is again my thought is still thinking power of the dog but and obviously i would rather coda but i think that another thing that has to be mentioned is there's always been this biasness in the last few years against netflix uh, I think in the Hollywood community, like there's a time where Spielberg would himself was like, Netflix is not how movies should be watched or whatever. It should be theatrical. And then, of course, it all changed with COVID and whatnot. So I think this is definitely the best shot that Netflix has at giving Best Picture. So if, if Power of the Dog does not win, then you know there's something that Hollywood just does not like about Netflix, like a big biasness of sorts. Now, for Coda, that too was, I don't know if it was playing near you guys for theaters, because I ended up seeing it on Apple TV. Right. But but that one also is one that I've been seeing probably more promotional stuff for than any other movie. I mean, they're right. really going for it. Yeah. So... I'm still at the again pre producers guild. I'm still saying power of the dog, but if it it could definitely change if power of the dog wins producers guild, then I'll be much more firmly entrenched entrenched with that as uh, 
best picture thing. Now you should know also for me, for my predictions last year, I got best picture, right. But before that I'd missed best picture like six years in a row, um, which was not fun. Um, so use that as it may, I'm just throwing that out there, but yeah. So for now it's uh, power of the dog, but I don't think it like, Mitch said, I don't think it's going to be a clear win. It's going to be close. Okay. Well, that'll do it for our Oscars predictions. Uh, I put out a community shout out. Um, so I got to give a shout out to our friend Kelly uh, at Kelly Madden 80. She's part of Drunk Theory, which is one of our sister podcasts, favorite podcasts, everything like that. She made a prediction. I predict that if Don't Look Up wins an Oscar, I will have a minor Twitter rant and then forget about it. So yeah. I just wanted to shout that out. Um, Mark, where can we find your Oscars predictions as well as some of your other movies? I will tastes? be. So I have a website that's called nothingelsetosay.com where people can find it there. I also, you can also follow me on Twitter at, uh, oh gosh, what is it? I told Mark you. Guffin. Yeah, Mark Guffin is my normal one. And then the, okay. uh, oh. the, uh, there's that, well, that's my personal one. Then the, uh, website one is a different one i was also going to joke that i actually made it on to truth social um so um yeah um we'll see how long you can try to follow me on that before i probably get kicked off um but yeah anyway um i hope i did not just lose followers for you by bad uh, i truth think social. i think we'll be okay okay gotcha Good to know. uh yeah so uh, you can follow us as well on at Game for a Movie on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, we are hoping to put this out Tuesday and Thursday. That depends on me editing it. Um, oh boy, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be all right. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Game for a Movie, where we ask, "Are you game for a movie?" We've been joined by our special guest. Oh, that's me. Yeah, Mark. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> and our normal hosts. I've been Mike, joined by Jill. Mitchell, Kenneth Branagh, and Lynn Manuel Miranda. And <laughs> yeah, and Cumber Umberbatch or whatever you want to call him. Don't forget about our dear friend Denzel. <laughs> Just Denzel. All no, right. Denzel. Denzel. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Pronounce that director for Drive My Car. Let's see who can do better. Oh, Ryusuke God. Hamaguchi. Ryusuke Hamaguchi. I'm a Just watch more anime, on that. Mike. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> I do well on Japanese names. Fuck yourselves. Uh, wow. We have earned that E today. Yeah, so, yeah. way to go, Steven Spielberg or whatever you said. Barg. I literally said Barg on purpose. Hey, don't knock one of my, you know, fellow director, you know, my my beloved Steven Juberg. Love him. Steven Juberg. Wow. Okay. Wow. That went somewhere. Okay. I'm Jewish. I can say it. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's good. She's good. Yeah. Well, so that'll do it for us that are not attending the Oscars because of our beloved makeup and hairstyling people. We stand in solidarity with you. Because of the Oscar, because of the uh, omission of original score. That's why I'm not watching the Oscars. Well, Jill stands with solidarity too. I have to watch it. It's on my birthday. Oh, we're watching, but we're just not showing up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Take take that. I'm at a bridal shower the night, the next day, so or the day of. So I'm just, okay. I ain't watching. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Game for a Movie. We'll see you next time. <laughs>